The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Sounds of the Anteater Kingdom on 88.9 FM KUCI in Irvine. Good morning. My name's Shane Burke. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Uh, this is Tech Talk. And as I, I think I already said, I'm Shane Burke. Um, today, our topic is all about um, some... Uh, it's a compilation of everything that we've already learned. So, um, it's going to be much more tutorial based than we've been in the past. Um, but still I think, uh, very useful because, um, there's a lot of, um, things that we haven't really covered yet. We, as far as, um, special functions that you use, um, in, in PHP, um, and, and we still don't really know how to actually build um, uh, queries and actually have them execute through PHP and um, implement some logic and all that. So that is the topic of today. Um, first of all, um, we're going to be creating, uh, let's see, how many files? Um, Four files. One of them we may not get to is just CSS, um, but you'll see that this is really kind of a, a, a nice compilation of everything that we've done. Um, so, without any further ado, I'm going, this is, basically we're implementing today an Ajax uh, um, auto-suggest feature. So, um, whenever a user would type something into a text box, it would automatically bring up a, a secondary box that would have... Um, suggested items that kind of match uh, what the user has already typed in. Um, so let's start off. I, I basically called all of these files AJAX, um, A-J-A-X, um, but you can call them anything you want, of course. Um, so my the first one I, I have is an HTML file. I also have a .js file or JavaScript file and a .php file or obviously PHP. Um, now you'll remember that uh, PHP is basically um, it, it, it's basically we treat it as a tag in HTML. So you may be wondering why do I have two different files? Well, I could make that first um, AJAX file the HTML file. I could make that a PHP file. That's the file that people are actually going to call up their, in their web browser. Um, but just to make it simpler, uh, I just left it as a .html file because we're not really doing anything dynamic with the exception of, of um, our AJAX, of course. So um, it, it really only needs to be a static page to bring up the, um, the actual uh, form. And then uh, the JavaScript and the AJAX will be providing the dynamic nature um, to this page. And uh, so PHP is not really required for that. Uh, but what PHP is required for is connecting with the AJAX call. 
So we're actually we're creating a PHP file that's going to receive a message from our HTML file, and then um, it's going to push back some values to the HTML file. And then the, the JavaScript is going to insert that into our HTML. Uh, I keep saying JavaScript. We're using the jQuery library, um, so I don't want to confuse you. Obviously, jQuery is just JavaScript. It's, there's nothing special, although it does have a different syntax. Okay, so um, to create our ajax.html, we're, we're basically um, doing everything that we've done. Uh, so if you go onto the website and you just download that template file, that is basically um, what I've got here. Um, uh, you know, you can give it any title you want, but we do have to reference a couple files. So I have a link tag here with an href value of um, ajax.css. So that's just referring to my style sheet. And of course, with a link, you have to have the rel attribute for style sheet and the type for text slash CSS. Um, and then I have a script tag uh, with a source attribute or source value going to um, the uh, Google CDN for a for jQuery. Uh, if you reference the jQuery uh, um, episode, then then you'll know what I'm talking about. And then of course that has a type of text slash JavaScript. And um, I also assigned a character set of UTF-8 to it. Uh, you don't have to do that, I guess. Uh, because I believe the CDN will provide a header for that. Um, and then I have a, a script, another script tag of type text slash JavaScript with a source value going to um, ajax.js. So this is the custom uh, jQuery file that I've created, custom JavaScript file. Okay, and, and of course all that goes into the head. And then um, the actual inside of the body of, of this HTML file, it's, it's pretty simple. All I have is a form. Um, I actually don't even have any attributes for it, so this won't violate, this won't uh, validate as proper XHTML 1.0 strict. But um, that's all right, because this is just an example. Uh, but uh, it, it will work, and then um, as... Um, we're, we're actually taking this into production. We'll add all those attributes into the form uh, to make it standards compliant. Um, so I've, I just have a form opening and closing, and then inside of that I have a label tag um, with a for attribute um, with a value of text value. And then uh, I just have a little message saying enter a value inside of the two... Um, inside of the two the opening and closing label tag. And then following that, I have a input tag uh, with type text. And I give it a name attribute value of text value. So, of course, um, uh, I gave it a value of nothing to initially. So it, it doesn't have a value initially. And then an ID of text value. So, again, you'll see how I'm uh, basically duplicating the name and the ID. Uh, the ID is what the label for attribute is referring to. Um, and so that's why they have to be the same. It's also, I need that ID attribute to access it with jQuery. Um, and then there's the name attribute value, which of, of course, as I said before, um, is important for actually referencing that value in PHP. 
Okay, and then um, after the close of my form, I just have um, an opening, excuse me, an opening and closing UL uh, tag, um, and I gave it an ID equal to display, uh, the, the word display. Um, so uh, I don't have anything in my UL. Uh, basically, what we're going to be doing with that is we're going to be dynamically populating that UL with LIs um, using jQuery and, and AJAX. So that's basically our um, HTML file here. Uh, now, the other thing that we need to do is create a JavaScript file. So that's AJAX.js. And uh, this, is, this is also pretty simple. Uh, so, I think one of the things I should mention, though, however, about my um, HTML file, about the actual form, is that I don't have a submit button or anything. So, basically, what I'm going to be doing, and you'll notice I also don't have an event attribute. We talked about how, I believe we did, there's um, event attributes on all of the tags, basically. Um, and I don't have an event attribute on my input tag. Instead, what I'm going to be doing in my custom uh, JavaScript file, I'm going to actually be adding that um, event attribute dynamically. So I'm going to actually be using a key on key up um, event, and that's going to trigger my AJAX call. It's going to send the message to the server. It's going to return it back uh, to that PHP file, and then it's going to send it back to the HTML file. And it's going to be parsed by the jQuery function that I'm going to specify. So um, right now, this might not make a lot of sense, but uh, because it, it, on the surface, the HTML seems like it's not doing anything. But uh, right now, what we're going to do in our JavaScript file is we're actually going to create the um, event attribute. So let's do that right now. Um, I've got the dollar in parentheses document. Um, as always, we always have to have that dot ready so this is when the document's ready um, and finish loading and then I open and close a function uh, this is all nothing new here um, uh, and so inside of that function I've got uh, a reference to the ID of my input field so I've got dollar um, inside of the parentheses and single quotes uh, pound sign text value and then I do after that a dot key up. Uh, so this is basically saying uh, it's assigning to the um, ID, to the element with the ID text value, it's assigning the key up element uh, or event attribute um, with the value of a function. So I open and close another function and um, I just write send value opening and closing parentheses, and inside of that, a dollar, uh, opening and closing parentheses again, this dot value. So um, that's my, uh, what I'm basically saying is send value, um, and then I'm saying, uh, I'm referring dollar this to the text value, um, to the actual text field value. So, um, Initially, that value would be nothing. It would be an empty string since that's what I specified it to be. Um, 
And so that's pretty self-explanatory. It's basically uh, uh, assigning that event attribute, the key up event, to uh, to my text value ID uh, thing. Okay, so now what we're going to do is uh, create the function send value. That might not have made a lot of sense just hearing this random send value function. Well, that's a function that we need to create. So let's create that function. Um, so I'm just going to say function send value um, and any attributes that I want to, um, uh, or arguments that I want to pass into my function. So I'm, I just have a variable of str inside of the parentheses. And then open and closing square bra or uh, curly braces. And then this function that I don't recall we actually ever talked about. Um, and this is actually the meat and potatoes of, of an Ajax call. And this is called dollar period post. So this is um, a, a function in jQuery. You have to um, include the jQuery file before uh, your custom file in the HTML markup. So if we go back to our ajax.html, you have to include uh, the reference to the Google CDN version of the, of the jQuery library before you actually call your custom uh, ajax JavaScript file. Um, otherwise, it's just not going to uh, recognize this, this dollar period post um, or the, the whole syntax, really, of this file um, because we're writing it in the jQuery syntax. Okay, so what is $.post? Um, well, it's a, it's a way to send an HTTP uh, request. And you may recognize the, the, the word post from forms when we talked about those way back in PHP, or I'm sorry, in HTML. Um, that's one of the methods. So this is basically using the post method. But... Um, as we just did in that last code block where we did the document ready um, block, um, we're only applying this um, uh, function on key up. So basically whenever someone types something, when, when they finish pushing a, a key on their keyboard, it will fire this function every single time they type something. So this isn't like a, a on submit or something where you click a submit button. This is every time the user types something in this text field, it's going to actually execute this function. And uh, this send value function contains the post request. Um, so what are the arguments that you have to include into post? Um, well, the first one is the actual name of your, your PHP file. Um, so if this was real Ajax, this would be a reference to an XML file. But um, we, because we know how to, how to write PHP, we can basically um, send our uh, our our information back in whatever format we want, and it gives us control over um, the actual SQL that we run. So we can create using the same file. We can create multiple uh, uh, information that comes back to the user. So um, again, the first thing I have is just ajax.php inside of, instead of quotes. Um, and then I have a comma. And then, so that's the file. 
The second argument you need is um, an actual reference to uh, you actually have to provide the value that you're going to send. So um, I have this uh, an object. Um, so I've got curly braces, and inside of that I've got a, um, a, a not a value, but a um, key of send value, and that's in double quotes. And then I have a colon and str. So that's my variable that I passed into the um, send value function. So basically what this is saying is um, take whatever value I got, whatever value the user typed in, uh, because remember we did $this.val, so that's uh, getting the value from the text value uh, from, the, from the input button, and then um, it's inserting that into this object that we're going to send to the PHP file. Okay, so we've got that, and then we do another comma, and then we need to open and close a function. Um, and inside of that function, we're going to... Um, this is basically the function that handles uh, the, the response. So um, I just have an argument. It's an anonymous function, but I have an argument in here for data, and that's going to be the variable that I use in this function. Um, and so I do dollar. Uh, inside of this function, I'm going to do dollar uh, pound display. So basically, again, I'm just referencing that uh, um, the display UL, and then I'm doing dot empty, uh, which is one of those functions that we learned. And so basically, what I'm doing is I'm taking all the stuff inside of the UL, and I'm going to get rid of it. Um, this doesn't make a lot of sense on the first call, but on the second call, uh, because you'll see what I'm going to do, I'm basically appending. Um, stuff to this uh, uh, display UL, you'll see that it makes sense that I have to actually empty it before I do anything. So let me just continue on with the next code block. And um, we're going to be using another function I think we talked about, which is $.each. So this is going to iterate through um, everything that, that we get back from the server. Uh, so uh, I have my, uh, inside of the parentheses for $.each, I've got some arguments that I need. So I've got data.returnValue, and that doesn't make a lot of sense now, but I'll, I'll reference it in a second. Uh, but basically what I'm saying is give me the data value, uh, the data variable, and uh, give me only the, the return value part. Um, and of course, we, we pass data into our anonymous function, so that's our actual response that we're getting back from the server. And then I have a comma and another anonymous function with um, the arguments i, comma, value. So I've got two variables here. Um, and uh, basically, one is the... Um, it's the... Uh, what do you call it? The, the key, and then the other is the value. So I would be the key, and value would be the value, of course. Um, so basically, this is going through every single instance of of an array. Uh, you can treat it as an array, I guess. It's an object, really. Um, and I'm going to actually be taking that value, and I'm going to be taking, 
taking certain things out of it. In this case, I'm only taking one one thing just to prove the point. Um, so let me just show you that. I'm, I'm creating a new variable called content. So I do content is equal to, um, I have an opening li tag. Um, so I do uh, opening and closing uh, single or double quotes. And inside of that, I write um, an opening li tag. And then I do a plus. So I'm basically concat concatenating here value.name. So I'm taking that value variable from this anonymous function and I'm taking the um, instance of, of name. So I'm taking the, the part where it has name. And um, I'm kind of dancing around this a little bit because um, uh, it's not totally clear. We haven't gotten to um, the JSON yet, but basically what we're doing is we're sending JSON to this job to the JavaScript. So um, we're, t we're taking, uh, we're iterating through uh, this whole array where the first value is called return value and then that is referencing a value that has a array of objects. And then, so basically what we're doing with dollar each is we've said iterate through um, the return value part of our response. So that's data.returnValue. We're iterating through that and we're taking uh, for every single instance of the array, which is an, an object in its own uh, right, um, we're saying give, uh, treat that as the variable value and we're saying value.name. So give me the name um, value uh, for, for that object. Um, and so that is basically uh, what that means. And then if I didn't already say this, you need to have another uh, plus sign and you need to um, close that li. Uh, and then, of course, you end that with uh, that line with the semicolon. And then you do a dollar open and closing parentheses content. So I'm taking my, my content variable um, and I'm doing dot append to and then uh, inside of the parentheses, uh, pound display. So um, that basically completes it. What I'm saying is take uh, that content line, that content variable that I, that I just created, and I'm saying append it to the display UL, or put it inside the uh, display UL. And so I'm basically creating a UL list. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, that's basically that. Um, of course, you've got to close your curly brace and your parentheses and then have another semicolon. And then uh, to make it totally uh, complete, I need another curly brace. So that's my function. That So uh, just to kind of go back, we've got dollar $post, which has the file, then an object with the uh, value to send to the server, then the handler function, the function that will actually be executed once the uh, JavaScript, once the client gets the response. And then we have another comma after that function and the word JSON in double quotes. And then you close your, your parentheses and you have a closing semicolon and then another closing curly brace for the entire send value function. And there you go.
you just constructed a um, an AJAX call with jQuery. So um, now this JSON is, as I think we already say said, is JavaScript object notation. Um, and here I have it written lowercase. I don't know if that will matter, uh, but in case you, if you're having problems, you might want to lowercase that. Um, so there we go. We're say, basically saying um, the format that we expect to receive, which is JSON. So let's go into our um, PHP here and actually start uh, building what we're going to send. So um, inside of ajax.php, I'm going to open and close my PHP tags, of course, um, as you usually do. And then I need to define some constants. I like to do it like this. Um, and I should say for security reasons, you need to actually take all of these constants that you're going to define and put them in a separate file and then use something called an include, which um, you just use uh, the word include followed by a... Um, opening and closing parentheses, and then inside of there you write the uh, reference to the file. Uh, so let me see if I can find uh, an example here. Um, well, I, ha I have an example here with require, so you might want to use require. Um, require would actually be better to use because you do need this. So uh, use the word require followed by parentheses, and inside of that the uh, name of the file, assuming it's in the same directory. And then, of course, you have to close that line out with the semicolon. Um, so, uh, basically, you're going to create that file. Right now, you don't have to do that. But in the future, when you go into production, you do for security reasons. Um, so, create that file. Uh, you're going to have your require reference that file with the constants. You can just call it constants.php or something. Um, and then you need to define the constant. So we use that define function, I guess you can call it. Yeah, it is a function. Um, we've got opening and closing parentheses, and then um, my constant name is going to be db server, and then uh, the value, so I'll have a comma, and then the value for that, both of these are strings, of course, uh, so that it's, in, it's quoted. Um, my value is going to be called localhost. Um, I'm going to do another one for db user, which is my the username, um, and the value for that is called root r o o t all lowercase. All of these um, values are lowercase, by the way. Um, I'm going to do another define for db pass or db password, and then the password is going to be root again. And then I'm going to do another define for db name. And the DB name that I'm going to use, the value is going to be called persons. Uh, so this is basically um, specific to MAMP. Uh, this is these are the um, server names and the and the usernames and passwords that you need to use for MAMP. These are not going to be what you use on a production server, and uh, obviously for that reason they're they're sensitive. So you don't want to uh, uh, release that to people because then people can start making calls to your your database <laughs> um, <clears throat> so now we've we get to uh, actually how you make a connection to MySQL and this is stuff that we didn't talk about because you have to use these special functions um, so one of them is called MySQL connect uh, 
not very creative, but uh, it's an important function. Uh, so I'm going to create a variable called $Connection, and I'm going to set that equal to MySQL underscore connect, which is a function in PHP. We don't have to define it or anything. Um, we have opening and closing parentheses, and then we're going to actually reference our constants. So we're going to say db server, comma db user, comma db pass. And all of that's inside those parentheses for MySQL connect. So it's basically saying what did, uh, server you want to reference, what um, your username is, and what your password is. And it's going to, if that stuff is valid, it's going to create a connection with MySQL, with your MySQL database. Um, so now we've got a little bit of logic to handle, um, uh, to help us if, if we run into problems um, running our queries. So I've got an if block here. So if not, uh, or exclamation point, of course, that's what we do in programming for not. So if, in parentheses, not connection, dollar connection, basically if, if there isn't a connection, uh, inside of the closing, opening and closing brackets, I've got die, the word die, parentheses, and then inside of that, data connection failed, and that's a string, uh, period, MySQL error, opening and closing parentheses. So that is basically, um, I'm basically, if there's a connection problem, it's going to cancel everything. That's what die basically does. It's going to um, write the word out, database connection failed. And then um, I basically concatenated this MySQL error function, MySQL underscore error, and that's going to return an error code and uh, I believe a little description of the error. So um, MySQL is not something that you would like to disclose to your users, so that's something you're going to need to remove in production, but in testing, it can really help. Um, so that's pretty self-explanatory. Then I need to create a new variable called db under, underscore select, and I'm going to set that equal to a function, another uh, PHP function, called MySQL underscore select underscore DB. So basically I'm selecting my DB, my database. Uh, so the first value that, that the first argument that that function gets inside of the parentheses is DB name, so that's the, one of the constants I defined, comma, dollar connection. So I'm saying um, uh, dollar connection is called a connection handler, and um, I'm just passing it into the MySQL select DB function uh, so it knows what what um, connection it's referring to. Otherwise, it could be, uh, if you have multiple connections, it may not be clear to the database what, um, what uh, actual um, link to the server you're using. And then, of course, your, your DB name is important because it specifies what database all of your queries are going to be coming out of. Okay, and now I have another um, if block. So I've got if not, or exclamation point, dollar db underscore select. Um, that's all in my, my uh, parentheses. And then I have my opening and closing curly braces. Again, the word, uh, the function die, opening and closing parentheses, uh, a string saying data, data selection failed, and then... Uh, after the string, a period, or dot, MySQL underscore error, 
opening and closing parentheses. So again, I'm saying um, if you can't select that database, maybe if the database doesn't exist or, uh, well, that would be the only instance because we already tested to see if, if um, there was a connection problem. So dollar connection couldn't be the problem. Uh, so if you can't select that database, uh, cancel everything and just write out data select, database selection failed uh, uh, and then the MySQL error code and uh, exclamation, explanation. Okay, so that is uh, kind of how you actually create a connection. Now what we're going to be doing is creating the query. We can actually create dynamic queries in PHP that we're going to send to our, our uh, little uh, handler uh, function. And so uh, what I'm going to do is uh, create another if block, and I'm going to say if is set, which is a function, opening and closing parentheses, dollar underscore post, uh, and then remember the post is a super global array, so I'm going to do square brackets, and then inside of that, uh, single quotes for send value. Uh, so basically it's saying if the uh, post value for send value is if it exists, uh, set it equal to the variable dollar value. So inside of the square, br uh, the curly braces, I'm going to be creating a variable called dollar value. I'm going to set it equal to dollar post, dollar underscore post, and then opening, uh, closing square brackets, and inside of that, single quoted string of send value. So that's um, actually referring to if you uh, kind of go back to what we sent to the server, that's referring to the uh, object that we have in that second argument to our dollar dot $.post function um, and the send value function that we created. So um, that's what that reference is. So that's kind of neat. We're actually able to refer to that object and we could send multiple objects. So we could send an entire form and uh, create different um, um, variables in PHP referring to, ev to all the different uh, things that we received, etc. Um, so yeah, that, there's that. And then we need to have an else block after that if statement. So else, opening and closing curly braces, dollar value equals an empty string. Uh, so two quote marks and then um, a semicolon. So um, basically we need to have this because we, we don't want to reference a value that, or a variable that doesn't exist. So if, if, it, if it fails, we're not actually creating that value. So um, we want to make sure that we actually create the variable. Otherwise, we'll get an undefined variable error from PHP, and we don't want that. Alternatively, we could have just defined um, dollar value and set it equal to um, uh, the empty string before you actually had the if statement, and only if that uh, post variable is set then you'll actually set the value equal to that. You could have done that as well. Um, but, you know, I just did it that way. Uh, okay, so now let's actually create our query. Now, you're going to recognize this from, from our SQL section. So I'm going to create a variable called $Query, and I'm going to set it equal to a string uh, with double quotes, um, having the value select name from persons where name like opening and closing single quotes uh, and then 
Um, okay, so I have opening and closing single quotes, but within those I have opening and closing double quotes. And, um, and then I've got, um, so just imagine that I've got a, a single quote, a double quote, so that's basically closing that first double quote that we created when, when we, on the dollar query line, before the select. Um, and then I have a period, dollar value, period, double quote. So basically I'm uh, creating like a string here. Uh, and then um, after that second, or I guess it's the third double quote, I've got a percent sign, a single quote, which I believe I already said, and then a uh, semicolon. And then again, you close with another double quote and um, a semicolon again. So one of the semicolons is for my SQL, and then the other one is for my PHP. Um, the, uh, I'm basically inserting here the value that the user typed in, because remember, we, we basically said value is the value that's being sent uh, in that object, in the $.post object. And uh, if we refer back to the, J the JavaScript, um, that value is actually, um, let's see, where, where do we have it? Uh, that value is the value of str, which is, which is string. And uh, we said $this.val. So that's the value for the um, uh, tag with the ID of text value. So a little confusing, but um, it all makes sense. Just follow, you know, download this file um, and follow the logic. It does all make sense. Um, okay, so now we've got our, um, we're going to create a new variable, another variable. We've got a lot of variables here. And uh, it's just going to be called dollar result underscore set. And it's equal to MySQL underscore query. Um, and then opening and closing parentheses, uh, dollar $query uh, goes inside those parentheses, comma, dollar $connection. So basically I'm saying uh, MySQL query is what actually sends the query. Um, so I, you need to include the query, which is the point of creating our query variable. Uh, and then we also need to reference the handler so the MySQL query knows what, what uh, connection thread it's using. Okay, so we've got that. Um, there are, I have here some HTTP headers, but it looks like we're kind of running short on time, and I believe it's not critical to actually getting it to work. So um, I'm just going to omit that from our discussion. Um, so let's just go on to this next block where I have a variable created called dollar $rows, and that's equal to an empty array. So I just have an array, opening and closing parentheses, and then a semicolon on that line. Um, so let's see what else we've got. Um, after that, I have a while block where I say while opening and closing parentheses dollar R is equal to MySQL underscore fetch underscore assos a s s o c. Um, opening and closing parentheses, and inside of that dollar result underscore set. Uh, so. Let's walk through that. Basically, what we're doing is we're creating a while loop, and for every instance of the result set, uh, so MySQL fetch a is 
um, returning an associative array. It's a function that gets an associative array from uh, the response from the, from the database. Um, and so that's why we need to include $result underscore set, which is referring to our, um, our, uh, the MySQL query that we executed. Um, so it's basically saying for that, uh, create an associative array from my database response. And then the while loop is saying for every single instance, for every single, uh, it's basically saying iterate through that associative array that PHP just created from the MySQL call. And it's set it equal to dollar $R. Uh, so that's basically that. And then inside of opening and closing curly braces, I have dollar rows and then opening and closing square braces is equal to dollar $R and then a semicolon. So I'm basically create, uh, adding to dollar rows um, a new uh, a new uh, uh, element for the array. I'm basically adding um, the dollar $R variable or um, the, the whole, um, I'm basically adding the entire result set in the form of an array. So this is kind of weird. It's um, the only reason you need to do this is because PHP, we're going to use a function that PHP can't, um, uh, it, it doesn't actually uh, uh, handle the, the, the handler for the, the um, SQL result. So we can't just pass in dollar result underscore set into this function that I'm going to call next. Um, we instead have to pass an array. We actually have to uh, do the MySQL fetch associ and actually create an array uh, and then uh, return that. Now, I'm not sure. One of the things I'm a little uh, unsure about, and I, I will, I'll test it a little bit later, is whether you can actually just call MySQL fetch associ and not have to create the dollar rows array. I'm not sure if I tried that or not, but um, you may be able to. You might want to try that on your own. Okay, so now we've executed the query. We've created the query. We've executed it. We've received it all back. We've created a new array. And now the only thing we need to do is actually create the JSON that we want to send back. Because you'll remember, we said in our ajax.js um, that we're actually going to be receiving back JSON. That's that fourth parameter in the $.post function, that fourth argument. So... Um, we're going to be using this function called JSON underscore and excuse me JSON underscore encode, and that's basically going to uh, encode this array. Um, and first, what we have to do before we call JSON underscore encode, we have to write an echo statement. We have to actually print this out. Otherwise, we're going to be uh, not. <laughs> we're just going to be encoding it, but it, we're not going to receive it from the. Uh, the server because it wasn't printed out. So we need to do echo uh, JSON underscore encode opening and closing uh, parentheses and then inside of that we need to have an array. We're creating an array with um, the first key equal to return value um, and then the, the um, value of return value equal to dollar rows. So basically we're creating a, an array um, with a key that is referencing an array. So it's, it's um, basically two, or, two arrays. 
um, and we're passing that into JSON and code. And so it's basically going to uh, turn that into a JSON format. It's going to be all proper and, and it's going to be done correctly. We don't have to worry about proper syntax or anything like that. JSON and code does it all for us, which is really helpful. That, that's nice. Um, and then the last thing I need in this file is mysql underscore close, which is another function, and the only argument it takes is dollar $connection. And so that's going to close my mysql connection. Um, so this is something that you basically always want to do at the end of your file, and um, it you wouldn't want to open and close connections all the time. So you basically want to, if you have to make an SQL call, then you'll just want to open it once and close it once. You won't want to open and close it multiple times for every time that you need to use a, uh, you need to make a MySQL query um, uh, in your PHP file, in the same PHP file. Um, uh, the only thing you would need to do different is create a new query and a new result set. And then, of course, iterate through it. Uh, so that, that's all that would be different. But you could use the same connection. Okay, so we've got all of that done. Um, uh, we created all of our PHP, and, and uh, the last thing I have here is some CSS, and I'm not going to get to that today, uh, just because we're running out of time. But um, basically, I think you, you kind of now get the, the, the whole gist of what we're doing. Uh, that second argument in our $.post function is... Um, an object uh, that has the value of, or a key of send value, and then the, the value is the string that's actually typed into our text box. Um, so we're sending that. We're referring to that in our PHP file with uh, the post array. So we're doing dollar underscore post, uh, and then the key that we're using is send value. So that's referring to what we just sent from our, our dollar dot post function. Uh, that that object um, in our third um, actual uh, function, the the handler function that we've got here, the f the third argument for the dollar dot post function, we have our anonymous function that receives the the data, which is encapsulated in in the form of dollar or excuse me, uh, just data. That's our data variable. We uh, First, empty the display uh, UL, or the div, or actually UL, and then we uh, iterate through every uh, instance of the array, every instance of the array data.returnValue. So you'll recall, since uh, we created the, the variable $rows, which is a, an array containing all the values from a database call, we're going to be returning... Um, all of the, uh, we're basically going to be returning uh, the data um, for the, it's the every single instance of that array, every single element of the array, which in and of itself is an object. Um, and so that is uh, then caught by, by the value in, in our JavaScript, the variable value. Uh, we do value.name. And that is basically uh, referring to the column name in our MySQL table. And um, then, of course, we append it to our, our display UL.
Uh, so I believe the only thing that I didn't really discuss is um, what uh, what values you actually have reference to. So um, you have reference to in your in your JSON array to anything that you um, return from the select query. Uh, so anything that comes between the select and the from keywords in your in your query. Um, so uh, right here, I only have name coming out of my persons table, but if I had, um, let's say, um, also a city like where they live, then um, I could do name comma city, and in my JavaScript, all I would have to do is, uh, let's say I just want to concatenate those together with a space between them. I could do um, inside of my LIs, ignoring that for the second, for the second, um, I could do uh, value.name plus uh, open and closing quotes with a space in between them, another plus, so I'm basically concatenating a space between where, uh, between the name and the city. So I, the way I would reference the city is value.city. So the neat thing about this JSON encode is it basically knows to, um, provide the key as the key in the in the in the um, actual object that's being returned the JSON object that's returned to the JavaScript so um, it's very very easy to kind of get everything to work together um, and you can see this you know on its surface it might seem kind of complex but it's really a pretty simple example of how you can implement a um, a dynamic call to your server. Um, so that basically concludes our whole discussion of uh, how you actually make an Ajax call. I'm sorry we didn't get to the CSS. I'm very, very proud of it because it's totally cross-browser compatible and um, it, it, it's basically a totally dynamic uh, box. Uh, so you don't have to specify a width or height. Um, the data that you insert into it with jQuery will automatically determine the height and width of that box. Um, and it was very difficult for me to design, and it's taken me probably a couple months to do. Um, I'm not very good with CSS, so uh, that explains that. But um, So I'm sorry I couldn't get to that. Maybe that'll be an, another episode in and of itself, because it's very long. Um, and it also uses sprites, which is uh, pretty neat. So... Uh, that reduces our HTTP requests and, of course, increases performance. So um, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Uh, I hope it was useful. We had a nice little tutorial today that kind of combined all of the topics that we talked about in the first season of this show. And uh, next week we'll be doing, we'll be replaying SQL 1 and SQL 2. So you can actually learn how to um, input all of our, uh, how to actually input data into uh, the the file that we're going or actually how you're going to actually retrieve the data how you insert the data that we're going to retrieve is what I want to say so um, I hope you enjoy uh, the rest of your day and uh, I hope you enjoy some blues next